The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did and the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown! In stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house! Sideline! Pylon! Touchdown! And the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been laying, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. Welcome into the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Aaron Murray. Be sure to follow us on social media, at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. Aaron is at Aaron Murray 11 And head on over to puntandpass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. It's got our YouTube page right up there on the homepage. This will be uploaded immediately. You can see Aaron and I doing this by coastal yeah i'm in atlanta aaron's in la we're doing it for the love of the pod have a huge podcast today puntandpass.com we'll put our picks up i got my blog up all of our merch puntandpass.com this episode of punt and pass is presented by our great friends over at prize picks yeah that's right daily fantasy simplified you know it as the best way to get some action down on college football nfl football Pro baseball, MLB playoffs right around the corner. That is so exciting. Use the promo code PUNT for a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Download the app today. Go to prizepicks.com. We're going to tell you our picks later on in the show. An amazing weekend of college football, Aaron, on deck, really in the SEC specifically. Some top 25 matchups outside the SEC. We're going to dive into all of that. But yeah, prize picks. Let's go. I absolutely love it. Thursday night football, NFL, prize picks, tons of value. Yeah, prizepicks.com. Download the prize picks app. Go to prizepicks.com. Use the promo code PUNT. We have had so many signups. It has been awesome. We appreciate the support. Promo code PUNT, 100% deposit match up to your first $100. You're in L.A., bro. You were supposed to be in Hawaii. That got nixed, but you are in Manhattan Beach right now, and you just told me. I'm about to head right out to the beach after this podcast. Yeah, I mean, I wish I was sitting on the beach in Hawaii with a nice coconut filled with an adult (laughs) beverage would be awesome. Yes. I've been lucky enough to cover a bunch of games, uh, I think pretty much one every year for Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, And I've been out to the island three times in the past four years. Sharon would have joined me for the second time, and it would have been, like I said, very nice to be sipping out of a coconut right now. But Manhattan Beach ain't too shabby. Flight's a lot easier. It's just going to be weird as hell, man, calling a game from a studio. I I, I have no idea how it's going to go. First time. I know a bunch of my buddies at, at ESPN did it last year. CBS, they sent us all on the road and yeah first time so if i sound awful don't judge me if you're if you're staying up for that late night hawaii fresno state game which is going to be a good one yeah it is it's going to be a great football game two great offenses hawaii's really coming along jake heiner or hayner uh for fresno state one of the premier quarterbacks in college football right now 15 touchdowns so if you're up and you want to gamble and oh, you want to yeah. get on price oh, picks oh yeah Stay up and listen to your boy from the studio here in L.A. Absolutely. We are, of course, going to do that. Dude, late night on the island action with our boy Aaron Marie calling it. That is a perfect recipe to get down with some Fresno versus Hawaii. What are you most, I wouldn't say nervous about, but like no fans. You're not really sure what the atmosphere is going to be like. How are you going to be able to kind of relay the in-game atmosphere from the studio? Have you asked any other announcers what that's been like? Because it's not I like you guys are first I, Honestly, I, I've, I've neglected on asking fellow uh, announcers who've yeah. done that. Yeah, that, you know, how did you do it? I think my biggest issue is I love to see the field. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm a yeah. quarterback. I love to see the all 22. I love to see safeties. I love to see the formation. I like to see where players are matched up, kind of get a feel for what the defense is doing and how the offense is going to then go off of that. It really, I mean, we all say it's a chess game. 
It's you make your move pre-snap, I make For my sure. move. And it's a lot easier seeing that from the booth. I mean, that's why so many offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators are up in the booth. They're not on the field. They want to see it. They, get, they want to see the action. And for me, it's just so much easier to anticipate and react seeing it. So, uh, you know, we're going to go in Friday. We're going to go into the studio, get the feel. I don't know, you know, what angles I'm going to have, how many cameras I'm going to have. Am I going to have an all 22? Am I going to have a high end zone? Am I going to have a pit look? So I think a lot of those questions will be answered to maybe make my job easier. But like I said, just not seeing it all at once is going to make my job a little bit more difficult. Yeah. But you're got to make it happen. You're a pro. Making, yeah, I got to make it happen. I can't go crap to bed. Dude, you are a pro. You do make it happen regardless of circumstance, regardless of outside influences. And that brings me out to my first point in the news and storylines that we're going to cover before we dip into our picks for the weekend. Aaron Murray, dude makes it happen. He shows up on game day, battered, bruised, broken. He's trying to play. <laughs> and I'm on social media today, and our buddy Mark Weiser from the Athens Bariner Herald tweets out that JT Daniels is now dealing with a lat injury. A lat a lat injury. Remember, Humpty he had the oblique. Dumpty. Someone put him back together again <laughs> because on. every single week there seems to be something wrong with JT. Well, this is what I, I texted you immediately. And I said he played for 10 minutes last week. He did yeah. not even get touched against Vanderbilt. Yeah. So, so this is my question. As a quarterback, did the oblique sneak around to the lat? Is that what happened here? I have no idea. But I'm like, what's next? What is next? A stomach ache? I don't know what's I, going listen, on I'm, here. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a doctor, Drew, but I am staying at a Holiday Inn currently. Yes. And when when one part of the body is hurting, other parts of the body start to take over. Yes, they pull. Yes, they, they, yes, they yes, pull. So yes. you know, you're now obviously the rib cage or whatever is in pain. You may be throwing the ball differently, which is causing stress on a different part of the body. Which then you overwork that, then that starts to hurt. So I can see how it all kind of just piles onto each other but at the end of the day i mean you're talking about a kid who his entire career and i thought he's been playing well he's been throwing the ball oh, well yeah. great yeah. last week but the big issue is can he stay on the damn field can he make it through a season i mean that is going to be the and we haven't even played the we haven't even really started <laughs> sec play he hasn't yet. even been getting hit he has not even been getting hit. Been hit yeah hasn't played sec games like can he make it through the season is the big question maybe that's why they're playing sets in so much yeah, that's a maybe great, that's, that's a I mean, great maybe point. That is the reason why Stetson played the majority of the snaps last week is we don't know if JT can make it. And we don't know if Carson is ready to take over the range yet. We know what we got with Stetson. We feel comfortable with him. So we better get him a crap load of reps because JT could, you know, Humpty Dumpty can fall apart at any minute now. He already is. It's, so, it's just shocking to me. I'm pulling up the quote right here because Kirby what addressed if, what if it. What if Stetson with this defense – and with how weak the SEC is, leads the dogs to their first national championship. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how awesome would that be? The that, mailman. That would be all awesome. The crap that's happened this past year and a half. You know, him playing out what happened in Alabama last year and just it's so funny. It just stuck it out. If he if he ends up, you know, JT finds a way to, you know, get hurt, hurt and can't finish the season off. It sets into the guy. You know, that's just full circle karma. Uh, you and I were in a TV interview when Georgia was playing in the national championship game against Alabama, and they each asked us a question around the game. And I said something like, hey, you know what? Let's put it this way. If Jake Fromm wins the national championship, nobody will ever remember Aaron Murray wearing number 11 ever again. Nope. And guess what happens if Stetson wins the national championship? First off, nobody knows 13 for Drew Butler, but this name on that 13 jersey, long <laughs> gone, long oh. gone, baby. Nobody will ever remember that. So maybe that is a little full circle karma. But here's the quote, okay? And my next question is this, like, why even bring it up? Quarterback JT Daniels dealing with, quote, little bit of a lat issue that bothered him some last week and is bothering him some this week, Coach Kirby Smart said. He's done a good job. He's sharp, watches all his tape, gets his reps, and does a good job. We're hoping he can stay that way. I mean, a lot of stuff bothers me. I'm sure a lot of stuff bothered you as well. I mean, it, look, look. I, no one is no one is playing a game healthy. No, never. No one is. I mean, you. I don't. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Why is this being brought up right now? Um, is it an excuse of right, this is this is why we're playing Stetson more? This is why you maybe that's a great thought. I hadn't thought about that. That's it. I think I think that's it. I think. I think this is we're putting it out there because Stetson's probably going to continue to get more playing. Yeah. Time. I don't know. 
I could be completely wrong. Yeah. But what we've seen from the beginning of the season with JT continuing to be banged up with the amount of times we've seen Stetson just randomly like what you, you brought up two weeks ago. Why was he just randomly put into a series? I mean, JT's playing great. Why all of a sudden just throw Stetson in there, who, you know, goes and throws an interception. Why was he in the ball game at all? You know, if the goal is to get this offense moving in the right direction, if the goal is to really build rhythm, consistency, the the yes. and build some consistency, why isn't QB one on the field every single damn snap? I, and here's the thing, too. I'm going to get JT. Listen, how many games were we blowing teams out? I mean, this is the history of every team in America. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what the damn score is. You're finishing the first half. You're finishing the first half. You're playing the first series of the second half, and then you're done. Yeah, you're getting your four-minute or your two-minute in right before half, and then you're coming out after the adjustments, and you're running that first drive in the third quarter. You're not playing one quarter. You're not playing one quarter. Something's going on. I... I, you're, you're enlightening me and I'm kind of shocked because I have not my mind hasn't gone there yet so I really appreciate it um, and you're making a ton of sense and I'll give JT credit okay I was at the South Carolina game as we talked about and that's when Stetson came in in the third series that was an electric atmosphere I don't care if Georgia was playing a high school team South Carolina not far off that but very easy to get wrapped up in the moment very easy to play emotionally very easy to get off your A game JT is cool calm composed no big no moment is too big for him and he throws a very very pretty football like guys run underneath it he's got great touch on the short to intermediate very he has he has command of the offense you're like oh man this is what georgia needs and then you just yank him in the third possession and then stetson to his credit he's like oh shit i get to go play just freaking hums the ball right over brock bauer's head interception south carolina gets points on the back end I don't know. Maybe you're onto something there, but the lat injury, you know, I, I don't know. I text you immediately. I was like, what's going on here, man? The guy played 10 minutes last week. I get get that. We, I get that. We all deal with dinks and, 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 and dunks throughout the season. Let's just keep that in house. You know, like the bill Belichick rule is Tom Brady injured. I don't know. I mean, just doesn't say anything. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm interested to see how it plays out. TBD. We'll see. It's going to we'll be a big game this weekend because I bet you Arkansas's D line gets to the quarterback. Series for Setson Bennett three for the game. I mean, that's all. If it is close and Stetson gets in, watch out. Yeah, something's up then. Something's up then because let's put it this way: it was fourteen nothing against South Carolina. Stetson got in. Yeah. Right. I mean, he does the duty that's, that's nearest. He Stetson does. does Stetson still. does. Stetson does not rest on his laurels. He does the duty that lies nearest, and we'll give him credit for that. Hook it for sure. All right. We'll get to that at Georgia-Arkansas game in a bit. Biggest game of the weekend for sure. Next uh, talking point here. Darren Ravel. We all know Darren Ravel if we're on Twitter. We'll, we'll get through this one quickly. You know I'm biased in this regard. But he tweeted out. I thought it was kind of interesting. He tweeted out that it's kind of noticeable at this point that a lot of the quarterbacks or higher profile college football players that have signed NIL deals publicly, you know, publicly put out their NIL deals have not performed at all on the field. None of them. DJ Uyunglele. Dr. Pepper, Spencer deal. Rattler, Spencer Rattler, raising canes, uh, a couple other ones, not not doing too well. Sam Howe, uh, Bojangles, Bo Nix, Milo's teeth just got pulled from a game last week. OK, look, I'm just here to say this right now. Yes, I'm biased. Yes, I'm completely. Bryce Young's doing pretty damn good. Bryce I'll say Young's that. doing pretty damn and good. He, and he's the one that had the big headline with making seven figures. So. Yes. And JT's done pretty well. Also, if JT stay has healthy. done well when he's actually in the field. It's 90 days in. I think to make blanket statements around how NIL is doomed, which is what Darren Ravel said, I think Darren Ravel publicly saying that big brands aren't going to jump in because of poor performance through four weeks. It's not like we're in week 12 getting ready for the college football playoff. Through four weeks has not been up to par. I think it's a little overdramatic. The fatalism around that sentiment is kind of crazy to me, Aaron. I want your perspective as a former quarterback because the eyes are always on you guys. It's not like DJU got a Dr. Pepper deal. Now he's putting more pressure on himself. I can promise you that when he's on the field against NC State, he is not thinking about his damn Dr. Pepper deal. Would you agree with me in that regard? No, he's not either. And and listen, at the end of the day, for these companies that are worried – you know, if I like Bojangles and I like Sam Howell and he throws three picks, I'm still going to go to Bojangles after the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love say, Diet Dr. Pepper. Oh, 
Yeah. I'm not going to say, oh, he played like crap, so screw Bojangles. I'm not going to go eat because, you know, because he played like crap. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, these are still big names with big followings on social media. And if they post something, it's all it's all brand recognition. That's all it is at the end. So you know this field better than I do, but I, I'm not worried about the whole NIL thing. Uh, I think these kids will be plenty fine. Totally agree. The tweet was this. Spencer Rattler, DJU, Derek King, Kayvon Thibodeau were the hot names in NIL. They haven't met expectations. I say this leads to a collegiate athlete marketing hit. I just disagree because I can tell you firsthand way more student athletes than just those four are getting tons of deals and they're seeing a ton of upside, a ton Mm -hmm. of upside. And I know that my man Aaron Murray would have made millions of dollars. I'm just telling you that right stinking now he would have made millions of dollars. He's already gotten deals on Icon Source. Download the Icon Source app. I got a deal right now on Icon Source. We're going back and forth with. Let's go right now. I love it right now. Aaron Murray. The contract was just sent over. We agreed on terms. Contract just got sent. Drew Butler Come making on. your boy money. Icon. While source. I'm on vacation this week. Hell yeah, I absolutely love it. Aaron Murray getting deals while doing the podcast on icon source if you're a student athlete or if you are a company that wants to reach out to a student athlete get on icon source now all right nick saban we're going to talk about this alabama Ole miss game obviously nick saban is 23 and 0 against his former assistants aaron 23 and 0 lane kiffin's up next lane kiffin publicly spoke about it i thought he had a great quote he was like well nick saban's pretty much undefeated against everybody it's not just his former assistants i said touche to that does it end this week We'll get to that later on. Does it end this season if Alabama plays Georgia later on in the season? And then you said right before we started taping, you're like, we have to talk about the Mike Wilbon rant against Lane Kiffin that he did on PTI, which was just completely over the top. But Aaron, this this record of 23-0 against his former assistants is insane because Lane Kiffin said it's so interesting that the guys that he's going up against – essentially know what he's going to do and they can't topple the giant uh Ole Miss has a pretty good shot this weekend I think I, I think they do and and going to the Will Bond thing he pretty much called Lane Kiffin a joke and a clown and wherever he's been he's been a clown and I'm like damn man that's just what did he say to you to make you go off? I mean he went on a yeah. rant just randomly just calling him a clown. I mean this dude is the coach of a top 15 program in the country right now. And they're rolling out the Heisman favorite, have a chance to go beat Alabama. Like, I don't know where this hatred's coming from, from Wilbon, and I've never seen him be so mean. Usually he's pretty calm, I thought. Yeah. And he pulled out his inner Stephen A all of a sudden and just starts ripping Lane Kiffin left and right. So don't get it. I understand Lane has a bad reputation in a lot of places. Like, you know, shoot, I was at the Tennessee you know, quarterback club two weeks ago speaking and, you know, I, I we're, you know, someone asked me, hey, what do you think about the USC job? And I've, I've mentioned it here on the podcast. I was like, listen, Eric Bannamy, love him from Kansas City. I think he should be up there. And I honestly think Lane Kiffin may be up there. Yeah. And everyone in the crowd's like, boo, boo. Yeah, they hate him. Like, yeah. They were booing. They hate him. Hate him. They're like, he was a complete a-hole. He was a jerk. He wasn't nice to anyone in the facility. He wasn't nice to fans. He wasn't nice to this and that and my mom and your dad and this and the other. No one liked him, and that's a lot of places. He does rub people the wrong way, but the guy knows football. Yeah. You can't call him a clown yeah. when he's producing one of the best offenses. You know, Everywhere he's been, majority of the time, the offense does really well. Go back to even his time at FAU. They were rolling down there. Ole Miss, they've been rolling since he took over as head coach there, and their offense is pretty legit. Yeah. So to call him a clown, I think it's unfair. Is he someone I want to go grab a beer with? No. But I think he's a good coach. I do. Look, he's grown up. Yeah, he has grown up a lot, I think. He's grown up a lot, right? And and I think it's important to know. I told the story that I heard on the radio about how he got hired with the Oakland Raiders. I mean, he was in a meeting with Sark. They wanted to hire Sark. Sark balked, and Al Davis said, give me the younger kid. I want Lane Kiffin. I mean, who's going to say no to an NFL coaching job? He certainly wasn't ready. He probably wasn't even ready uh, with some of the other opportunities that he had. But he has shown, and especially, I think, when he kind of got you know, put under the thumb of Lord Saban, Hey, here's how you do it. Yeah, you can have fun. You can be sarcastic. You can, you know, utilize social media and jab and poke. I mean, he posted a picture during their bye week, welcome to Los Angeles, kind of saying like, LOL, I'm going to go interview for the USC job. Hell, he may or may not have actually been doing that. Now you Mm -hmm. just can't read the guy. 
But to go overboard like that with just pure disrespect, I mean, come on, people. Yeah. It's just like draw the line somewhere. You can hate on his record. You could hate on some of the things he's done in the past. But to take it personally, that's just a, over over the top. And here's the best part about Lane Kiffin, though, is if he does beat Nick Saban, I guarantee you he'll tweet at Mike Wilbon. Uh, he'll call him out in a postgame interview. He will not forget that. Well, so, did you see what his response to Wilbon already? No. Was that on social media? He, he, he tweeted back and he said something along the lines of, you know, because I guess Wilbon picked Alabama to win. He goes, oh, Shocker. wow, you really you really did some great research. I'm sure you watched a ton of films to make that decision that, that like something like, you know, that a way to take the easy route pretty much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and their athletic director came out to his defense, too. You know, he said, why don't you come to Oxford? Come check it out. People love Lane. Uh, he's doing great things for a university like easy with the personal attacks, bro. I mean, Jesus, it's just kind of. Whew, it's interesting. It's time to get fired up, man, because it's a huge weekend of college football. I mean, 23 yep. 0, Nick Saban, going to go up against a couple of his former assistants, Kirby, hopefully one of them in the SEC Championship game. Lane, of course, this weekend as Ole Miss heads to Tuscaloosa. We will dive into that in just a bit. But the winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Let's get into our prize picks, all right? Thursday night football, yeah, we love it. I don't know if it's the sexiest matchup. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, do your research, two, people. Two, two, big, two big quarterback names. Yeah, two, two big, big quarterback, quarterback names. names. Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow. Yeah, you love it. You know how you make a matchup like that interesting? You head on over to prize picks. You download the prize picks app. You use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first 100 bucks, and you get active. Um 246 and a half passing yards for Trevor Lawrence, 249 and a half passing yards for Joe Burrow. The rushing attacks, not essentially powerful for both these teams. Joe Mixon's a stud for Cincinnati, 83 and a half rushing yards. James Robinson, 52 and a half rushing yards. I have really no lean in this specific situation here, Aaron. I'm definitely going to get down on some action. Look, Thursday night football, oftentimes fireworks. I'll just go over Trevor Lawrence, 246.5, and and over Joe Burrow, 249.5. I'll tell you that right now. They're going to spread it out. I don't think it's going to be a ground and pound game. Hopefully, they bring some fireworks on Thursday night football. And if you're definitely going over, Jacksonville's given up 311 yards per game through the air. Yikes. So I'm feeling pretty good that Joey B is going to get over 250. Love it. Absolutely so, love give me, it. Give me Joey B 250, and Jacksonville's going to be losing, so Trevor's going to get some, some mop up yards at the end. Yeah, so they I'll, I'll take over on both of them. They're awful. Jacksonville is awful. Urban Meyer is, he might be the USC head coach. He is gone, dude. He can't, he's he's lost more games in a month than he did in three years in college football. Wait, he ain't you used to this. That? You think he was going to show? Did he? Did you honestly think he sh- was showing up thinking that he was going to be what two and one right now? Well, I mean, who knows? I don't think he thought that you know he would be zero and three, not even really good. The Broncos are really good. Well, they played trash. The Cardinals teams. are really good. Yeah, the Cardinals. Yeah, are good. but they're pretty. Broncos are good, man. Yeah. They got some skill. They got some good. I defense like their too. quarterback. They got some good defense. Look at this discrepancy. 
you know, the marquee game coming right at your face at noon is number eight, Arkansas against number two, Georgia in Athens. JT Daniels projected passing yards on prize picks, 265 and a half. I'm going under. I go under too. How long is he going to play? We don't know. I think it's underplay. And plus Arkansas's defense really doesn't allow you to take shots down the field. Yeah, they got good safeties. Yeah, they got great safeties. They play three safeties deep. They try to keep everything in front of them. Uh, I think Georgia's defense is going to give them great field position where they're not going to be, you know, 80, 90 yard drives. It should be like 60 yard drives. So, uh, yeah, I'd go definitely under JT with a mixture of what Arkansas defense does. And we have no idea how long JT is going to be in the game because of the lat. So that may be like lock of the week for price. (laughs) Another one that's interesting because of his injuries a week ago, KJ Jefferson, Arkansas quarterback. He's projected 163 and a half passing under. yards, under for sure. Right? I think it's under, under also. Sure. Yeah, KJ I'm taking Jefferson. under for. I'm taking under for both. Just, I mean, these are two really good defenses, um, two great secondaries. Uh, one, both quarterbacks are banged up. Both teams just want to play defense, figure out a way to run the football. So under, under, under for both. All right, let's look at the rushing yards here on prize picks. Zamir White, 67 and a half rushing yards for Georgia. They spread it out so, so much. I'm and like go even under. yeah, even if somebody is getting consistent reps, like they just get them out, keep them fresh. Yeah. I think you go under as well. And Georgia has yet to rip off a long, you know, long touchdown run, like an 80 yard run. One, because of field position, right? That's just not really an option. And two, you never know who's gonna be in there at any given time. I think I'm gonna go under Zamir White, sixty seven and a half rushing yards. I'm gonna go over James Cook, 38 and a half rushing yards. Uh, no, I'm going to go under for both. I think James, I think the plan should be continue to find ways to get him the ball. In the receiving. passing game. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to be more involved in the passing game. That's how I would use him. I think he's a better guy out of the backfield. He's a great scat back. Put him in the slot. Give him a little swing. Let him get in space and do his thing. I, I just think those other guys are more of the premier guys through the tackles. Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. No, I'd for give sure. More rushing yards. You know, one of the teams that rushes through the tackles is Arkansas. Traylon Smith, 54 and a half rushing yards on prize picks. Georgia's defense is so good. I mean, are we just under all week right here on prize picks? Because I don't see any running back getting, you know, close to 80 yards against Georgia's D. I, I'm going to go over with Traylon. Okay. Uh, 54 is not a lot. And, and Arkansas, especially with their quarterback, KJ being banged up, you know they're going to run a run. And don't forget, he's a runner too. So if he's healthy, KJ, and he's running, that just takes some eyes off of Smith, uh, especially in that zone zone read. So you, I could see him popping off a big one here or there maybe. So I'd give over 54. That's not for a starting running back in a team that wants to run the football. Yeah. I'd go over that. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to have a hundred yard game, but 54 is not a lot. No, no, no. I agree with you. That's a good spot. And he's going to be heavily dependent upon for that Razorbacks offense. Here's my lock of the week on prize picks. Best freshman in America, Brock Bowers, over 58 and a half receiving yards. I mean, come on. The guy's unstoppable. He's JT's favorite target. Yeah, of course, Arkansas is going to scheme to try to figure out how to stop him. But he's proven to be unstoppable over Brock Bowers, 58 and a half receiving yards. Please and thank you on prize picks. What do you think? <sighs> the only thing I worry about is he's going to be matched up. I, the, the thing that the, the part of the defense I love about Arkansas is they're, 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 their linebackers are tremendous. And so is their secondary, and those are the guys that are going to yeah. be on top of the, the on top top of him. So, I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's hard because he is just been balling out. Um, I'm going to go under again. I just worry once again about JT's health. Yeah, yeah. And I just I do I like this Arkansas defense. I like him a lot. It's I think George going to try to run the way. I know it's so crazy. I know we're going to get into the the spread and pick our spread and. Yeah, I felt early in the week that this was a, and I'm still torn right now. I have no idea what I'm going to say in the next five minutes when we do make the pick. Oh, I can't wait. This is a great Arkansas defense. I'm I, think you're drink, I think you're drinking the Kool-Aid, but yeah, we'll talk no, about that. Oh, no, no. You can watch the film. This is a really good art. This is a top, I would say top five defense in the SEC. Okay. Uh, that's fair. Yes. That is fair. And it also. Extremely ex- well coached. Their defense is, I'm telling you, it's a bitch to go against. Yeah. The, the, their scheme. There's not a lot of openings. You got a lot of eyes on the backfield. That's Barry Odom, too. Georgia really has not been dominant running the football. And if you can play three safeties high and have confidence that Georgia has not shown you the ability to really beat you up running it, 
I mean, there's not a lot of holes to throw it either. Yeah. Yeah. So unless Georgia figures a way to just run the football and dominate, I mean, they're just going to sit back there and say, okay, fine. We'll just play coverage. We'll drop eight. It's going to be fun. Two great defenses. That exposes a lot of opportunity on prize picks. JT Daniels under 265 and a half passing yards. KJ Jefferson under 163 and a half passing yards. Zamir White under 67 and a half rushing yards. But I think over a half a touchdown. Get on prize picks immediately and go hit that over if you think Zamir is going to get in the end zone. James Cook under 38 and a half rushing yards. Expect him to be in the pass game a little bit more. Traylon Smith heavily dependent upon for the race. Razorbacks offense over 54 and a half rushing yards and I think Brock Bowers goes over 58 and a half receiving yards Aaron says not so fast probably under Arkansas with a solid defense prizepicks.com download the prize picks app use the promo code punt you get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100 all right let's pick these games my man we're both 11 and 9 against the spread I had a horrible 0 and 5 week two weeks ago went three and two my lock is we're struggling over, we're over 500 man yeah That's we are over matters. 500 500. We are over 500. Our locks are both one and three. Our locks are both one and three. So we're going to get some locks out today and get. I already got my lock. This is 100%. I'm going to be two and three after this week. I love it. I love it. All right. First game, biggest game right away at noon. Number eight, Arkansas. At number two, Georgia. Like I said, noon on ESPN, Fowler, Herb Street, College Game Day. This line, Georgia is an 18 and a half point favorite. The total is 48 and a half points. Aaron, let me just say this off the bat. Las Vegas does not give out free money. They have never. They're not starting anytime soon. Clearly, they are telling you Georgia is three scores better than Arkansas. Your thoughts, please, sir, because I feel like you may have been slipped in, given a little bit of that love potion on the Arkansas side. You watched them beat up on Texas at home. You watched them beat up on Texas A&M, led by Zach Calzada and that horrendous offensive line. Horrendous I just think performance. I think the public is going to be all over this number. Keep in, li- keep, keep in mind, it has not moved that much, which shows you sharp action on Georgia. I think Georgia, I'll get to mine in a bit. Love yep. to hear what you have to say. So I like Arkansas's defense a lot. Yeah, I do. I think for Arkansas good reason. Defense, like I said, it, it's a really good defense. It's well coached. Uh, they play well on all three levels. I think they're. I think they can give Georgia fits on the offensive side. My biggest issue is I just think Arkansas offensively is so one dimensional, and and KJ has shown the ability to throw the occasional one on one go ball down the field, trying to keep defenses honest. I just don't know if he. He's not there as a thrower yet. That really worries me. And, and Georgia knows it. Georgia's strength of their defense is their front seven. I think they're going to be able to stop the run. I think they're going to be able to slow KJ down running the football. I think they're going to give their offense great field position. Um, and I just don't see Arkansas scoring a lot of points. Like, I could see this game being 30 to 10. Okay. Like so you, that, Okay. Yeah. So yeah. give me Georgia the points. It, it's not going to be a high scoring game. Like I'm, you know, I'm really interested in that over under 40 and a half. I could, I could see that being under. I don't think Georgia scores 40 points, but I don't see, you know, Arkansas, Arkansas scoring in the 20s either. Like I said, I think it's like a 30 to 10, maybe it gets to 35, 13, and you're kind of hovering around that 48. But that's that's the type of ball game I see this happen. Georgia gets lots of great field position, easy touchdowns, bunch of field goals, run the football, get out of there, play great defense. You know what would worry me? I mean, that's a that's a perfect analysis of how this game will go. Okay. Arkansas deserves a ton of respect. I'm just they telling do. you that right now. I mean, look at their statistics. Say what you want about Texas and Texas A&M. They were unranked to start the season. They have had an exciting brand of football, and they're playing with a lot of energy, which which you got to give them credit. There is well, we no to, doubt We have to also it. agree on this, Drew. Georgia and Alabama are in a class of their own. That's so just what I was about to say. It doesn't matter what happens this weekend. Yep. Arkansas is a top 15 team in the country. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. Georgia and Alabama are different, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's extremely well said. It's 100 percent accurate. That's a right where I was going, and, and you see it with the Alabama line as well. I mean, Ole Miss is a damn good football team. They score points at will. Alabama is a 14 and a half point favorite. You're like Vegas clearly sees the advantage and the separation of teams like Georgia and Alabama with these great defenses, great coaching, solid offenses against teams that yeah they look good, still haven't proven it right. Yes, of course, Arkansas proved 
it against Texas. Arkansas proved it against Zach Calzada and that offensive line at Texas A&M. Here's what will worry me a little bit, okay? K.J. Jefferson in and out of the game a week ago. looked like a little knee sprain. He did finish the game. He's been playing really well for Arkansas. I mean, you can yep. give him all that credit. Like, yeah, he has been their success on offense. And I think Kendall Browse, the offensive coordinator, loves having a quarterback like that. If he does not finish the game, Georgia's defensive line is just a stable of badasses. This front seven is so legit. They're going to get after K.J. Jefferson. I would be a little bit worried if Malik Hornsby gets in the game. He is fast as hell. I mean, this dude is a legitimate speedster at quarterback. Expect some wild stuff to go down, especially with Kendall Bryles calling the shots. If KJ can't go and Malik gets in, George is going to be put on their heels for a little bit just from a playmaking standpoint. No. That gives no. me a little bit of room for pause, okay? Just just because—I'm not saying he's an elite passer. He, he's not. I'm just saying the unknown. Surely they're addressing this throughout the week. Here's where I'm going, though. George is going to win this game by 21-plus points. George is going to win this game by 21-plus points. It is so reminiscent of the 2017 game against Mississippi State. Mississippi State was the hot team. Dan Mullen, the Bulldogs, coming into a big-time atmosphere in Athens. This is their chance to prove themselves. They fell flat on their face. Why? Because Georgia had a great defense. Georgia took advantage of great field position and explosive plays on offense. It was too much for Mississippi State to handle. I think this is too much for Arkansas to handle. Georgia is in a class of their own alongside Alabama when it comes to being elite. Georgia, okay, we can say whatever we want about Clemson. Obviously, I'm dogging Texas and Texas A&M. Georgia went into a hostile neutral site environment, took on a top three team in Clemson, did not score an offensive touchdown, and won the football game. I just think Georgia's far more prepared, far more experienced, understands what's at stake with this game, and I think it's off to the races for the dogs. 48 and a half is a great number. I'll lay the 18 and a half. I think that is a perfect spot where you're going, wow, 18 you, and a half. You think under, do you think under or over? Total. <sighs> you made a great point for, you made you a great know, You talk about for, that Mississippi State game, but yeah. Georgia's offense that year was really good. Yeah. I mean, they had some stud backs. That was Sony. That was Chubb. I mean, they could run the football. They could dominate the line of scrimmage. They had a bunch of so first. How do you, here, here's my question for I mean, you. That, that this offense this year is not that offense, and Arkansas's defense this year is better than what Mississippi State's defense was in 2017. As a quarterback, as a play caller, um, Georgia has shown a propensity to find the explosive plays through the years in the last three weeks against lesser opponents. Yeah. With that umbrella coverage with three over the top, how do you scheme to get somebody over the top? How do you scheme you to can't. find a, a, an explosive chunk play 25 plus yards? You simply can't. You have to run it. Yeah. And you have to get him out of it. Yeah. That's, that's what you have All to right, do. That's and that's, that's what, I mean, that's why teams run this defense against Ole Miss. And that's what gave Matt Crowell fits last year. Yeah. And that's what gave Mississippi State fits yeah. is they just drop eight. They got three safeties and they are going to bet that somewhere along the lines, you're going to screw up or you better run the football and get us out of it. Yep. All right, we'll find out early. We're going to yeah. find out early. I'm excited. We're both on UGA minus 18 and a half. I'm you can't not take shots. There's three safeties back there. I know. I'm just There's saying. No you just said shot. it. You got to run it, get him out of it, and it. then scheme. And stay patient. Take the check it. down. Stay patient. I mean, if a, if a drive takes you 12 plays, a drive takes you 12 plays. Yeah, that's even better. It, take, it, it takes a mature quarter. I mean, look what Will. I know Mississippi State right now is two and two, but Will Rogers has done a great job. I mean, of every what? Game, Will Rogers has done a great job of what? He's completing like 75% of his passes. He's taking what the defense gives has him. Has he That's even thrown a ball do. over seven yards? Who? They, but there's nothing to go downfield. I mean, that's what you have, I mean, when you're playing defense like this, that's all you can do, Drew. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to take shots against three safeties deep and try to throw the ball vertically. Take your dink and dunk. And the thing that Mississippi State doesn't have is a running game. I mean, at least Georgia has backs and maybe has the potential to have a running game to help out. But I mean, if I'm real Rodgers, I have to do everything. I have to be the running game. And if a team does want to get a little horny, then I have to be the passing game. He too. has to cook and clean is what you're saying. He has to cook and clean. He's got to do it all. <laughs> I love it. All right. We're both on Georgia minus 18. It's going to be an awesome game. I'm fired up. Next game. Let's run through these pretty quick. We, we we're excited about the dogs this weekend for good reason. Number seven, Cincinnati heading to South Bend to take on number nine, Notre Dame's games at 2.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Cincinnati, a two-point favorite. That's right. Notre Dame, a two-point home underdog. You know I love home you dogs. Love a home dog. The total is 50 and a half. Okay. This is a great statistic brought to me by my man Mick Hamilton over at Icon Source. A couple weeks ago, 
Brian Kelly became the winningest head coach in Notre Dame history, which is a gigantic accomplishment, right? We can say all we want about Notre Dame. That's awesome for Coach Kelly. If Luke Fickle beats Brian Kelly this weekend, he becomes the winningest head coach in Cincinnati history, overtaking Brian Kelly. Love that angle. Cincinnati coming off a bye week. This is their game of the season. If they win this game, they have a track to the college football playoff. I'm taking Cincinnati. I'm laying the two. Yep. I think that's it right there. I mean, there is so much hungry dogs run faster. Cincinnati is hungry as hell. They learned from that Indiana win, which should have been a loss. As you said, they've had the off week. They've been training for this for 12 and a half months. Give me Cincinnati. I'm taking Cincinnati too. You know, I love the Bearcats. I've been on them for the past two years. Desmond Ritter, that defense. um, You know, the one thing that does have me a little bit cautious is the fact that uh, former defensive coordinator for Cincinnati, now the defensive coordinator for Notre Dame. Yeah, Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman, who is a stud. I mean, that kid is that guy is going to go right through the ranks and already has. Um, but he knows this offense for Cincinnati. He knows the weaknesses and what Desmond Ritter can and can't do. He saw it every day in practice. That has me a little bit wary. But Jack Cohn, I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I don't trust this Notre Dame offense. You look at the points last week versus Wisconsin, that was all on defense and special teams. This offense for Notre Dame is not good. Yep. Don't let them fool you. Love it. Love don't it. That's going to be a sweet you. game. That's going to be a it's sweet gonna game. It's going to be a good game. I think Cincinnati wins by three to seven. Okay. Lay the two. Lay, the Lay the two. Exciting game in Tuscaloosa, number 12, Ole Miss taking on number one ranked Alabama 330 CBS game going to be awesome Alabama 14 and a half point favorite the total 80 80 when is the total the week off 78 like 78 okay. so it's steaming up um, yeah that could be my lock over 80 you know these teams are going to score Alabama in the last four years in this game Aaron the lowest amount of points that they have scored against Ole Miss the lowest is 59 that's insane you know Ole Miss is going to put points on the board you know Alabama and Bryce Young and that offense are going to put points on the board I'll go over 80 I'm not sure if it's my lock yet don't be scared Drew. but I have to lay the 14 and a half as well I, I really do well do I I don't know you go first I, I, I need to hear oh, what you're saying you grow some cojones Drew I'm taking Ole Miss in this one are I, you yeah, they've had. You talk about Notre Dame. Is their bye defense? Week. Is their defense finally here? And they do have a bye week. Keep going. I'm sorry. Okay, well, you talk about Notre Dame being the, this is their. No, excuse me, Cincinnati being this is their game of the year. Yeah, and they've had two weeks to prepare for it. You could say the same thing about Ole Miss. They've had this is their game of the year. They've had two weeks to prepare for it. They have the best player in college football right now, Matt Corral, the Heisman favorite. Uh, their offense is rolling. Defense, is it? Is it? Is it good? Probably not. Is it better than it was last year? Yes, it is. Is Alabama's offense as good as it was last year? No, it's not. Okay. Okay. So that's to me, that's the difference. If you want to look at last year's game and, and what they win by like 14 points or what, what was it? Whatever it was. Yeah. Ole Miss's defense is better. Alabama's offense is worse. Okay. So that, that, that narrows that spread a little bit. Yeah. So I'm taking Ole Miss here. I think they're confident. I love their quarterback, the bye week. Lane's coming to town. Um, I think Alabama wins, but I would not be surprised if Ole Miss finds a way to win this football game. I wouldn't. I would not be surprised if Ole Miss wins this football game. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. I think Ole Miss definitely keeps this within 10 points. Wow. All right, um, just out of principle, I'm going to go against you. You don't make money fading Alabama. Minus 14 and a half, I'll lay it. Uh, You think think Florida's a better team than Ole Miss? Hell no. Coming off a bye week? No. I, I just it's think— a two-point game. Uh, look, all the statistics point to Alabama. Saban's 23-0 against his assistants. This offense, obviously, like you said, last year's was prolific. Not there yet. It is week five. Huge spot. Can Matt Corral be the guy at 3.30 on a Saturday in Tuscaloosa? If he wins, I don't know. give him the Heisman. Give him the Heisman right okay. now. Okay, there you go. He dude. can sit out the rest of the season. I would bench him and just say, we have the Heisman trophy <laughs> Alabama's defense is better than it was a year ago. I think you can say that. And I think yes, to your point, yes, Ole Miss's offense is better. But I'm going to lay the 14 and a half. I'm just going to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to close one eye. You don't make money fading against Alabama. I'll lay the 14 and a half. Watch it with one eye closed. And yep. that right there could be the tilt on who wins week five and punt pass and pick. 
staying in the SEC. I think we're going to disagree on this next one. So. Yeah. Staying in the SEC, number 10, Florida, heading to Kentucky, 6 p.m. Eastern, ESPN. Florida's an eight-point favorite on the road. The total is 55. Um, sound the alarms. I'm going with Kentucky, a home dog. Give me the eight points. Yeah, I think they slow down Florida a little bit. I think Florida in Lexington never really plays up to the standard that you're used to seeing on the offensive side of the ball. This team has been in really emotional spots week after week. I'll take the eight points. Um, And I know that's shocking to you, Aaron, but I'm going to take a home dog here. Give me Kentucky plus eight. I'm, I'm taking Kentucky too. I know Florida's played better offensively these past two weeks. Um, but they've been at home. That helps a ton. You're going into an undefeated team, a team I think it's improved, especially on the offensive side. Yeah. Uh, I think this is going to be a closer game, and, and it's just like the Ole Miss-Alabama game, I would not be shocked if Kentucky wins That's this one That's exactly either. what I was about to ask I you. Would not be con- I would not be shocked if Kentucky wins. It is a really good Kentucky team. They got dudes on offense. They got one of the premier running backs in all of the SEC and Rodriguez. They got really good receivers. Will Levis is an improvement, big improvement for what they've had these past few years at yeah. quarterback. You know they play great defense. Um, you know, I want to see Richardson's back healthy. So how much is he going to be involved in this game, especially the way Emory's been playing these past two weeks? Um, I still don't trust Florida's offense. I don't. I'm sorry, I don't. So give me I'm with you. Give me the home dog here. I think Kentucky's a good team. Yeah, you're not alone. I wouldn't be surprised if they won either. Last game, number 22, Auburn heading to Death Valley to take on LSU. 9 p.m. Eastern ESPN LSU, a three and a half point favorite. That's kind of shocking. My lock of the week. My lock of the week. Really? Total 55 and a half. Who is your lock? Offense is bad. LSU is my lock. Okay. they're going to steamroll Auburn at home. Steamroll steamroll wow you see some I mean, value is, in this it is pick. not good times in alabama or um for auburn right now that no. offense after last week you pull bo Nix. where is he mentally right now tj finley's not good trust me he's not a better answer than bo Nix is and bo Nix is in his head receivers are not doing great offensive lines playing pretty bad tank has nowhere to run the football lsu is getting better especially on the offense side of the football um, Max Johnson's gaining a lot of confidence. I mean, it, all spot, you have two teams heading in opposite directions. LSU's getting better. Auburn's getting worse. Games at LSU. First home game with fans. SEC home game for fans for LSU. It's going to be rowdy as hell. Give me the Tigers, the 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 yellow and purple Tigers. Wow. At home. Okay, that's a great case. I'm taking Auburn plus three and a half. I think it's a close game. I think LSU oh. wins by a field goal. Uh, I think TJ Finley does play. Keep in mind, TJ Finley was at LSU and then transferred to Auburn. Uh, I think Coach Harson, Coach Bobo, Derek Mason scheme something up to at least, at least keep this respectable. Weird things happen in this series. Weird things happen I when agree. Auburn and I LSU agree. play, especially when it's at night in Death Valley. Just give me the three and a half points. I think it's close. It's a divisional rivalry game game i'll take more than a field goal auburn plus three and a half and you're locked you're calling it right now you're locked I'm right now it's my lock is lsu make minus sure you write this three make sure you write everything down right this week drew so i don't have to correct you oh i wrote it down and keep in mind your last lock of the week that i went against was texas laying it against arkansas and i took Ooh. arkansas and that proved to be a winner for db oh, my flip the field arkansas special then hopefully i don't get i don't get over two against arkansas this year my flip as you know i had arkansas last year I, i'm one and yeah. one on arkansas yeah we took them last we took last week my flip the field special which blair walsh former georgia kicker nfl all pro and pro bowler he texted me this week and said you need to rename your flip the field special the worse than a coin flip special because i'm one and three thank you very much blair that's awfully nice of you is wisconsin minus two okay big game for jim harbaugh number 14 ranked undefeated michigan heading to camp randall Cannot trust Jim Harbaugh in that situation. No, sir. I'll lay the two points. Wisconsin's defense is really good. I think they'll give Michigan's offense some fits. Wisconsin at home gets back on track. They win by a field goal in Michigan. Awful, dude. Right I'm now. just telling you right now, Michigan, no chance that they're going to be able to silence the haters in a big spot. That's Coach Harbaugh's mo. It ain't changing this weekend. Flip the field special. Wisconsin minus two. I can't wait to take the lead on you this week. I'm so excited. That's what you think. That is what I'm you think. I'm so excited. That is punt, pass, and pick week five. All right. I know you are in L.A. right now. I know Sharon is mad at me for talking your ear off, not allowing y'all to head to the Sh- beach. Sharon's all dressed up so right now. I apologize. Here. Hey, Sharon, what's going on? Yes, indeed. Sh- Sharon, what's your pick? Dogs, Arkansas, minus 18 points. So th- the line has it. Georgia's going to win by over 18 and a half points. 
Over 18 points. Over 18 points. I don't know that it'll be over 18. I think Georgia's going to win, but I would think it's a little bit closer. I would say, like, maybe around 8 to 10. 8 to 10. Okay. Sharon, the struggle. Sharon Murray right. with a special pick saying, get the points with Arkansas. Be sure to follow us on social media. This has been a great episode. At Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram, I am at Drew Butler. Aaron is at AaronMurray11, puntandpass.com, number one destination for all things college football. Download the Prize Picks app. Go to prizepicks.com. Use the promo code PUNT. We have had so many signups. Get active. Tweet us your picks. Instagram us your picks. Check out our socials this weekend. We will let you know who our favorites are. Prizepicks.com. Use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Aaron, anything on the way out? We will certainly be hearing from you late Saturday Are night. Are you uh, degenerate gamblers who stay up and watch all the games? Your boy will be on the last one of the night. Hawaii, Fresno State. Price picks it up, baby. Let's go. I love it. It'll be a lot of offensive fireworks. So a lot of overs. Love A lot of overs. It. Well, we will be tuning in to you, my man. Have a great weekend. For Aaron, I'm Drew. We'll talk to you on Monday. See you. Don't forget to download the Southern Sports Today app. You can listen to this in every show on podcastpark.com or wherever you get your podcast needs. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com.